Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I'm here today with Dorinda Wilson. Hey, Dorinda. Uh, And we're going to kind of pick up where we left off the Mm -hmm. other day. We've been talking about the offended brother and what happens when uh, someone offends you. I don't know what you think, Dorinda, but I feel like we live in a in a culture of everybody's offended mm-hmm. about everything. Yeah. yeah. You we, notice that? Yeah. We talked about that in the last podcast. Is that Just, happening in your little town of Spokane too? It happens everywhere. <laughs> All over I was, Facebook. I was actually hoping that you were going to say, oh, absolutely not. I should move to Spokane <laughs> because we don't get offended there. <laughs> and I think part of it, particularly uh, in the Christian community, I mean, we cannot speak to um, how people behave right. outside of the Christian right. community, but we can speak to how Christians are called to behave. Mm-hmm. And the Bible has a lot to say about not being easily offended, that right. we're supposed to take the, the plank out of our own eye. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the other aspect, the other side of this coin is the person who is offended and does all those things, right. but doesn't get any resolution. Mm-hmm. That's and tough. so it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be in that position, but the Bible has a lot to say about the importance of forgiving others. In Matthew 6, 14, uh, it says, if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Mm-hmm. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Really, what he's saying is that uh, forgiving others is a necessity. Mm-hmm. It's not an option. Right. And uh, I heard it said a long time ago that um, in, in reference to bitterness, someone was talking to me about some, and I'll talk mm-hmm. about this more in a minute, but about a, something I was having a hard time letting go of. Right. And I wasn't necessarily struggling with bitterness at that point, but I could see it was moving that yeah, direction if I, if I had let it go, mm-hmm. certainly. And my my friend said to me, you know, Heidi, uh, she had heard it said that if you are, your bitterness towards somebody is like, it would have been like me swallowing poison and expecting mm. the other person to die. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I, I feel like, oh, I'm going to get that person back by not forgiving them. Right. But really the person I'm hurting is myself. Yeah. I'm hurting myself. Mm-hmm. I'm hurting my husband. I'm hurting mm-hmm. my kids. The ones I I do love and walk in in everyday relationship with right. suffer from my lack of forgiving mm-hmm. somebody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesus is pretty clear. He says we must forgive others. Matthew eighteen twenty one says. Then Peter came to him to the Lord and he said, Lord, how often should my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times. Jesus said to him, No, I say to you, uh, not seven times, but 70 times seven. And then in Luke 17, three and four, it says, Be on guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times a day and returns to you seven times saying, I repent, forgive him. Mm-hmm. You and I were talking about this right. yesterday mm-hmm. that. Uh, wow, if it's not hard when your kid does the same thing over and over and over again. And as a mom, you're just like, really? Because we just (laughs) went around this mulberry bush, right? And our our human tendency is Mm -hmm. to just go, you know what? I've been burned enough. Right. And I don't want to forgive you. What do you say to the mom who's really struggling with a child 
who has maybe lied to her mm. or who has uh, hurt her in some way. You know, we get hurt as mothers, I think, by our kids. Absolutely. All the time. And sometimes our kids mean to do it and sometimes they don't. Right. And sometimes we do it to ourselves. Sometimes it's <laughs> self-inflicted. <laughs> you gotta, and, and honestly, you got to learn to forgive yourself. Right. Right? Because we That's all right. make mistakes. But what do you say to that mom who's really struggling with one of her kids? I would say, um, for me, the the best thing I could do is the and the first thing to do would be to bring it to the Lord and just mm-hmm. ask Him to help give me the ability to forgive and to know how to handle how to respond mm-hmm. to that child and mm-hmm. also to just that He would give them the ability to stop <laughs> stop repeating it, yeah, you know, right. to quit doing it over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And you know, I'm I'm listening to you talk, and there's so many different offenses out there, but there are there are some offenses that. Um, I really think, you know, they take a longer process. The mm-hmm. forgiveness process is longer. There's also the aspect of, you know, if you're being abused mm-hmm. by someone, mm-hmm. you do need to forgive them, but that doesn't mean you have to go back for more. That's right. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's an important thing to bring up because yeah. we can get confused. Well, and I think it's important for a lot of people who are listening to this podcast have heard me speak and many mm-hmm. of them have heard my my testimony. Right. Um, if you haven't heard my story, I grew up in a home where my father was abusive. Our our family was Christian in name, mm-hmm. right? And I went to a Christian school mm-hmm. and my my grandparent, my grandfather was a pastor. Um, you know, we had every, it looked right on the outside, right, but right. on the inside, everything was a mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I'm not kidding. Like the police were at my house when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of things took place in the privacy of our home that should never have taken place. Right. And as an adult, and I'm writing about that, that right. right now mm-hmm. um, uh, in the next book that is going to be released next next year. But as an adult, I'll tell you what, uh, that took a toll mm-hmm. on me. And mm-hmm. I became, um, for lack of a better word, I was more angry with my mom mm. than I was with my dad. Right. When I grew up and had kids of my own, Mm -hmm. because I thought, well, how could my, you know, I'm a mother now too, and I love my husband, but you lay a hand on my kids and bye bye, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. And uh, and I wasn't sexually abused. I want to I want to make sure that there's not any misunderstanding uh, for those who are listening to this. But I I really struggled with forgiving my mom, and Mm -hmm. a lot of people would say, well, was it harder to forgive your dad? Yeah, it was hard to forgive him, right? But it really was harder for me to forgive mm-hmm. my mom because mm-hmm. I felt like as an adult, I, I started to feel like she should have protected me right. better. She should have done a better job. And I wrestled that demon down mm-hmm. for probably seven years. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what. Um, and a lot, and we've had a lot of extended family drama in our family. Pro- probably one of the hardest things in my life has been uh, the struggles that I've had in my in my own family of mm-hmm. origin. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I, I talked about this with Dr. Dobson many years ago, and called my family my great sorrow mm-hmm. because it it was it mm-hmm. was so much sorrow and so much pain. And I realized one day as I was just crying out before the Lord because I was struggling with anxiety. By this right. time, I had been right. you know diagnosed with severe anxiety. I was having all the symptoms of PTSD were right. there. Right. Right. And. A friend of mine said, and I was going through Bible studies and trying to, right. I mean, I was trying to exercise <laughs> the demon, you know, out of me and talking with my husband about it and, and Prina. And we finally were just like, you know what, I, you're going to have to just let this go. Mm-hmm. That the person that has wronged you may never come back. And this is what I want yeah. listeners to really hear that that person that wronged you so, so terribly or wounded you, whether they meant to, to do it or not really is irrelevant. Right. Um, that, that person, if you've been wounded and they don't come back, your responsibility still is to forgive them. That's right. And there's a difference between, and this is what I really had to learn, allowing that person into your life, mm-hmm. 
and forgiving them. Right. You can forgive someone and not have them be part of your everyday life. If right. it, and, and I'm I'm talking about if they're if it still is unhealthy. Right. And I think that that women, particularly women who have uh, struggled with abusive backgrounds, we struggle with that idea because you think, well, they're the same thing. If I forgive them, then they have to come back into my right. life again. And that's not. That's not the case. No. And sometimes it does work that way. Mm-hmm. And when you do have a happily ever after, boy, do you get to praise the Lord that's double a, for that. That's a miracle. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is. And I think you get to praise the Lord doubly for that. And I do have a relationship with my mom today. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing just fine. We've gone through a lot of, um, you know, back and forth. Right. Uh, you know, for me, uh, being able to release my mom, right. part of, of doing that was putting myself in her shoes a little mm-hmm, bit and mm-hmm. being able to see the kinds of stress that she was under living in the same environment I was living, only she was a wife and I was a daughter. Right. And I'll never be able to to really walk in her shoes because I, I'm not her. Right. But I feel like the Lord gave me um, a particular compassion mm-hmm. uh, for her. And I think it's important to have that. And I think that's an excellent thing to pray for. Yeah. Because that's not probably going to happen naturally. You know, it's going to take the power of God Mm -hmm. to do that. And um, one of the practical ways that I found um, in a couple of my relationships that were difficult and I was having a hard time letting Mm -hmm. go and hard time forgiving, part of it was um, my expectations. Right. And and I think this happens a lot with family. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even more so than with friends because, you know, we kind of, you can pick your friends, but you don't pick your your family. That's right. Um, And... Uh, one of the things that I did, um, my friend had had recommended a book to me. It was called, and it's not a Christian book, but it was actually the most practically helpful book mm-hmm. that I read. Mm-hmm. And it was called "When um, Bad Things Happen to Good." No, when bad relatives happen to good oh, people. Gosh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it was awesome. But one of the we'll things, link back to that. Yeah, yeah, one of the one of the steps in there was to write down. Um, to actually write a note of thanks to the person who offended you. And, and here's how it went. Thank you for teaching me. So what were your lessons? Mm-hmm. What was your takeaway from that? I've learned mm-hmm. I don't want to be this way or mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, and whatever. it may not be that you send the letter to that oh, person. Oh, that's what he said. Yeah. Do not send the letter. I was letter. just going to say, Do not I would not recommend send that you send the letter. letter. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone I... is hearing, if, you, if you're thinking of sending <laughs> a letter to the person and it sounds like that... <laughs> Bad idea. Says, bad idea. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, you can burn the letter. You can, I think, I think that's what I did. I just yeah. burned the letter. And yeah. it really helped me just let go and say, and but also to acknowledge that there were, there were things I gained from that negative situation, mm-hmm. things I learned that actually have made me a better person or right. helped me see things more clearly. And so I, I, I really believe that, you know, to those who are called according to his purposes, yeah. he says he will work everything out for mm-hmm, our good and mm-hmm, for his glory. Mm-hmm. And he will. Yeah. Um, but it's just praying for and asking for wisdom and for the eyes to see things the way mm-hmm. he does. Yeah. And I think wisdom is is key mm-hmm. in that, particularly if you've come out of abuse, mm-hmm. you've got to have wisdom. But forgiveness is not optional. Right. Um, in the life of a believer, forgiveness is a requirement. It's a necessity. Ephesians four thirty one to thirty two says, "Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has also forgiven you." I think there's something powerful about uh, speaking the name of Jesus mm-hmm. over. Uh, the situation in your life that has caused you right. so much pain. Mm-hmm. To be able to say, Lord Jesus, 
you know, help me to forgive. You know, I want to be this person. I want to be the person that you've asked me to be. And you've said that I need to forgive and show me how to do that. And then really pray into it, believing right. that God can do that. Right. And I, I'm always telling people, you know, my, my life is a, um, is a, obviously like everyone is a work in progress, but really I've considered for a long time, um, just how grateful I am to the Lord that I have been able to be a living, breathing testimony to the grace of God and mm -hmm. his healing in my own life. And as I'm writing the story of, of my walk from this place of, of utter weakness and what felt like failure to me into a position of strength in the Lord, it has occurred to me over and over as I've read the story, it's the Lord who does it. And I think people need to know that you don't, you can't lean into your, to yourself. So if you're, if you're expecting to find that forgiveness inside of you, you forget about it. You right. can just walk away right That's now. Right. Uh, that comes from the Holy Spirit. That comes from the Lord. And he's the one who enables you to do that. And at the end of the day, God wants you to give him the glory for mm -hmm. it. He, he wants you to, he wants me to fall down on my, on my knees and go, thank you, Lord, for releasing me. Right from what really is bondage. Mm -hmm. Unforgiveness is bondage. And I think sometimes we we can get stuck in it and we don't find the victory in our life that right. we want to have. Right. And it's because we, we've, we're we stuck in this place of bitterness and mm -hmm. anger and we cannot move forward. Mm -hmm. And so if you're listening to this today and that is you, um, we're just going to take just a moment and do something we don't normally do and close this um, podcast out just with a word of prayer to every uh, mom who's listening to this and she's struggling with forgiveness, either forgiving someone who has abused her or forgiving a friend who is hurt or maligned. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and then um, I hope that you'll take just a minute and uh, just close your eyes and come before the Lord with us. Father God, we want to come before you in humility today and just bring the hurts of these women to your feet. Yes, Lord. Lord, you've said that you are the healer. You are the God, Elroy, the God who sees, Jehovah Rapha, our healer. And Lord, we want to come before you and ask that you would give us wisdom as we walk in relationships with other people. Mm -hmm. Lord, I pray that you would help us find what forgiveness looks like by studying your word and opening our hearts to you, Lord, as the healer, because you're trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Lord, I pray for the mom who's listening to this right now who's so brokenhearted that she can't breathe. Lord, I pray that you would breathe life into her, mm -hmm. that she would recognize that her worth and strength and value comes from you alone, yes. and that she would find the strength that comes from you, even as she walks through a place of weakness in her life. Mm -hmm. Lord, I thank you that your word is true, that your, that your mercies really are new every morning. And Father, we pray for those mercies to be new tomorrow morning for the women who are listening to this and are brokenhearted. Father, I pray that you might free us from bitterness and allow mm -hmm. us by the power of your Holy Spirit to experience the freedom that comes from forgiveness. Yes. And we thank you, Lord, that you are able and willing to do that and exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Mm -hmm. We love you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you have uh, something that you'd like us to pray for, feel free to get a hold of us. You can certainly uh, reach us at thebusymom.com. You can leave a blog post comment. You can email us and you can always post at The Busy Mom on Facebook. We're praying for you guys. We're looking forward to seeing you back here next time at The Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.